Let's be real. Sometimes we feel lost in a sea of unending voices, voices that are stirring up opinions on juicy topics or shouting empowerment cliches like, you got this girl, all on your own. All the while, we're mumbling to ourselves, how the heck do I live up to all that? When the only part I relate to in those words are, all on my own. But you are not alone. We can all overcome our uncertainty and doubt one cheery conversation at a time. Join author, speaker, and pastor Sunny Hennessy every Wednesday as she and a special guest engage in cheery conversations, pointing to how Jesus sheds light on every juicy topic. This is Sunny, and welcome to Cheery Conversations. My guest this week is my friend Patty. I'm so excited to talk about what it's like to be an extrovert, because I am one. And so let's talk about the juicy topic of how to work with others. And this week, our guest is Patty Pant. Patty is an outgoing, bubbly personality girl who loves to spread joy to everyone she meets. She and her husband run a business together and they have five kids, three human and two furry. And let me just say, I'm, I would love to have a conversation just about the furry Children. Walking chipmunks and squirrels. Yes. Are we talking? Well, all of them. Okay. I would take okay. them all in if I could. Yeah. I yeah. live Agreed. with furry friends. Furry. I call them my furry children. Yeah. And yours are what kind of furries? Um, they are two of the cutest Boston Terriers in the whole world. Oh yes. Yeah. Mine's and a Chihuahua Terrier. A Chihuahua Terrier. And some people appreciate the furry friends. I prefer <laughs> squirrels, chipmunks, <laughs> deer. You prefer them outside. Well, then I don't deal with any poop <laughs> because it's all outside. That's right. Keep it outside. Yeah. Okay, keep but it outside. for real, our conver- we do have a real conversation we do. today. And the real conversation today is going to be about the extrovert personality. You either are one or you know one. So we're going to talk about how to manage that personality trait. And if anyone knows Patty, you know that she is an extrovert. So Patty, did you always know you're an extrovert or did someone point that out to you? Well, I remember once my aunt telling me, and I'll never forget this story. She's like, I'm just going to call you Bubbles. Aww. You're just always smiling That's and so always good. happy. And you, you hold that in, right? Yeah. So I'm Bubbles. You are a Bubbles. I love you it. You are a bubbly. And we were just talking about how we, before we were recording, mm-hmm. we had to stay quiet. <laughs> and we're all extroverts. So we're like, <laughs> somebody's <laughs> Somebody. Like, yeah, yeah I'm awkward silence. So it's that, that you know you're an extrovert when you yes. are in a room and everybody's quiet. What did you say? Life group? Oh my gosh, the first few times we did life groups and we'd be like, you know, in circle conversation and no one would say anything. Like, legit. I'm like, I don't know what to do. And then I'll blurt something yeah. out and it's probably not appropriate or something. I yeah. babble. I will babble. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Love it. So we're going to talk about it because it's a real thing and yep. I think it's a real gift, but I'm an extrovert. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it can be a pain sometimes to ourselves yes. and sometimes to others, I'm sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so you run a business. Yes. As an extrovert. Yeah. And so how does that work for you? Do you find that that helps you in being a business owner or do you have to kind of manage around that? You know, it's a little bit of both. Like we see, I see the good thing and I see sometimes where it can be a little bit of a bad thing. Right. Um, I definitely with the guests, they love it. Mm -hmm. Um, but then there's times when you have to be a little bit more serious and that might be with dealing with certain employees or just maybe a different type of guest. And so it's taking that and turning it into a more serious moment, right? And sometimes I have a hard time with doing that. <laughs> well, but I think it's good that you're aware because I think if a guest 
gets overwhelmed. I yes. noticed this that at Life Church, somebody will walk in the door and I want to hug or high five or like yes. shout in their face, like hi. Yep. And they're kind of like, and they don't want, they don't want that. <laughs> yep. And so now we do actually train our, our ushers and greeters to know if someone is, their body language is shrinking. Okay. Because they can tell an extrovert's coming yep. at them. Yep. Maybe maybe pull back a little. Yeah, there's certain that don't want that hug or or the touch or just more like the nod and and the smile is enough. Yeah, you know. Yeah. But I always remember to smile. That's a big thing. Yeah. So, but I I know I ask you like I was wondering like with you being a leader and mm -hmm. having some businesses that you run as well, like when you have that moment though you have to pull back. I know it's it's kind of hard. So how what like what's your best approach to that or some maybe mm -hmm. some tips with that? I think I pulled back more when I was younger. Okay. I was, I would call it being aware of the room, but I think I just was worried that I was gonna, gonna, uh, I don't know, not have people like me. Mm -hmm. And now actually as I get older, I let it come out more. And yeah. I think the reason I do is because my gift to the room is to be the extrovert mm -hmm. and to be the one to bring maybe the temperature of the room up to a warmer, more fun climate. And so I'm actually doing more with my extroverted personality and being confident in it than when I was younger, which okay. is interesting. People probably think the, the more wise you get in this, the more you'll pull back. But right. I think if we realize what I'm bringing to the space or the culture or the room or the team is that I will be the one to talk when the mm -hmm. introverts are like, please don't make me talk. <laughs> like it's kind of helping yeah. everybody in the room. Plus it's just who I am. So when I think when I'm not who I am, mm -hmm. it actually brings an awkwardness to the room. Right. I suppose. You, like yeah. other people would feel that, no, this isn't the normal me, the, per, you know, the person that's normally the extrovert. Mm -hmm. Right. Is there times when you have to sometimes be an introvert though? Like, or kind of maybe pull back a little bit for yourself just to make it more comfortable? Yes. I think also as I've gotten older, I needed more time alone. So uh, the, some qualities of an introvert, because we may not know this because yeah. we're not one. Right. Uh, the qualities of an introvert is that you get fueled by being alone. You get fueled by having alone time and space away from people. Whereas an extrovert is at the airport or the mall and they are jazzed up right. about life. Now, I think extroverts don't even have to have a conversation with somebody. They just have to be around people. Mm -hmm. And of course, having conversations with people, we, we can get fueled up. Where an introvert, they when they retreat, when they're alone, they get fueled. And then the misnomer about introverts is that they never want to go in public. And that's right. not true. They just fuel in private. They go in public and they can be social. So I think there's some people that they think they're an extrovert, but they're mm -hmm. really an introvert that fuels. And then when they get out there, they do great with people. And I think that the reverse is also yeah. true. So now I know I do need some days alone. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't make me an introvert. That just means that I'm needing to refuel on that so that when I go out there, I don't get exhausted with people. There is a term called ambivert. Ambivert. Yeah. What is that? That's a cross between the two. It's a oh, hybrid, okay. which I think a lot of people who have just had to live life in a world where you're expected to be mm -hmm. a lot of things, they have mm -hmm. to get qualities of both. Because I was going to ask you, like, is there sometimes you feel like where you're both? Yeah. Because I feel like I felt like sometimes in situations, I'm like, oh, I think I'd rather be a little more alone or a little bit more pulled back, but that doesn't 
but I really am an extrovert, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. I love to be around people. Well, and I think the enemy would love us to just think there's something wrong with us or something's going wrong with us because suddenly I need alone time. Am I depressed? Right. Am I in a bad spot? And I think if we can just know we're not always going to get to be an extrovert and mm -hmm. introverts know they're not always going to just be fueled by being alone. They might have this desire that they need to get in a setting where they have friends and they're talking and they they realize there's nothing wrong with either. Right. We do need to fuel different ways all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you work that dynamic in with working with both like in a leadership mm -hmm. position or in a business? Yeah. What's the best way to handle that with both dynamics. Well, I think as an extrovert, you tend to think my personality, my extrovertedness is the best. Yeah. And so then you're yeah. like looking at the introvert, like, would you say something? Would you speak up? And you're like, what's wrong with them? Right. So I think you're just aware that there's more personalities and really extrovert introvert is just one way to look yes. at it. There's the Enneagram, there's the disc test there. My daughter's like, mommy, do you know the Myers-Briggs? And I'm like, no. Which is really used yeah. in corporations. A lot of people, when they went to get hired or right after they were hired, they did it. And it's a very intense personality test. So you, yeah. So doing one of those, yes. you think, okay. Yes, because then you realize there's, in the Enneagram, there's nine personalities. Mm -hmm. In DISC, there's four, but then there's variations of this. And you realize around a table or on a team, there could be eight different ways people are going to react and respond. Right. And just because you want them to all smile and cheer on good news, some are like taking it in, processing it and actually thinking, okay, how do we make it even better? Yeah. And they come across negative about a new idea, but right. they're just processing and they're actually excited about the new idea in their way. And they're going to make a way to make sure there's no negatives or loopholes mm -hmm. because they're going to fix it in the process, but they come across not, not excited. Right. So to know there's lots of personalities lets you know, there's lots of responses that may not be something you have to be mad at them about. That's, that's huge for me. Okay. To know. So yeah. That's so good. Because sometimes when you are, um, you know, when you're extrovert, introvert, you're not sure how to take the other person, but a personality test allows you to get the, to know why they respond a certain way in different situations. Yes. Because I know sometimes that was my other question too, was how do you handle those situations when you have an extrovert, introvert? And there, I, I just look at it, I had a situation just where um, one person handled how they do their daily routine differently than I did, mm -hmm. but my, big personality wanted to step in and almost kind of like not trample on them, but th it felt very overwhelming for them, mm. you know? So I just don't yeah. know how you find that, you know, that happy balance. I love that you brought up a daily routine because yeah. I think even let's look at people who are night owls versus early birds. Yeah. If we don't realize we're different and we respect and honor what that person is like, like Sean and I are the opposite. Mm -hmm. I want to like chat and talk and have some fun conversation at night and he's ready to shut down <laughs> for the night. And then in the morning he's like, -la -la, and I'm just like, just get me my coffee. Uh -huh. And I don't want to talk to anybody, which is weird because he's thinking, Sonny's always cheery. Right. Why is she being so rude this morning? And I'm like, I'm not being rude. I'm just not talking. Just not awake yet. Just don't want to talk right now. <laughs> and so if we don't understand that, I think, uh, another thing is the tests help our marriage. Yes. And our kids. I just found out that Sean doesn't, and he didn't tell me this, mm -hmm. although he's told me this in his reactions in our marriage, but his personality little test told me that his personality doesn't like to be interrupted when talking. 
Well, I know that about Sean, oh. but like to know the reason it really bothers him is that because in his personality that that like hurts him. And to me, I'm like, if he interrupts me when I'm talking, then we're engaging. Yeah. Like he's yeah. like, oh yeah. And and he needs to like finish the whole thought and then I bring up my part. He hates being interrupted. And I've known that, but I didn't know that was the core of his personality. So I think even finding out more about yourself helps and your spouse. Yes. Helps in marriage, helps your kids. I yes. learned more about Aubrey and now I'm really excited about how I'm responding to her because I now know these little things that I feel like I have the inside scoop that she doesn't even really know. Yeah. Yes, which makes her feel good too. Like it's it's a win-win situation, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, what do you do like when in a like if you're having a cheery conversation or you're in that cheery mood and you walk in and that isn't the atmosphere mm. that isn't the mood, right? I do feel it's my responsibility always. I just do. And sometimes it can be exhausting, but I feel it's my responsibility, and I think it's any leaders, moms, dads. Uh, someone at manager's job to be the thermostat in a room. Right. And I think that it is my job that if it everybody's angry, it's my job because mm -hmm. I'm a Jesus person who has the qualities of kindness and self-control and love and joy that he asked me to have to come in and like, okay, like I'm not going to react to the anger. Let's cool this down. And also to walk in a room and warm the temperature if it's just chilly. Right. It just feels ice cold yeah. in there. I, mm -hmm. I do feel now. I don't think that everyone feels that responsibility, mm -hmm. but I think the further we get along in our Jesus journey, no matter what our personality is, we should all try to be the thermostat right. because all we're doing is bringing a peace and a joy that Jesus has. And we're just carrying that characteristic. So it's not, um, being too obnoxious or, or, you know what I like? Mm -hmm. Sometimes you feel like, okay, am I being too loud? Am I being too happy? Is there such a thing? You know, the <laughs> I think it, there could be. Yeah. Right, where you're, you're not be. I I struggle with empathy and sympathy. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, I'm a little like, let's make a joke of this. Yeah. And we'll lighten it. And yeah. sometimes that's really rude. Yeah. So it is knowing the difference. Like, okay, I can't take it from a a frigid 30 degree temperature in this room to an 80 degrees like right, right now. Okay. Yeah. Like, let's just warm this up a little at a time. Yeah. And you know that you're you're you know to walk in and people are having a discussion that is intense, but they feel like they're getting a lot out of mm -hmm. it. Like we can have a staff meeting and people can be like poking holes and saying all the negative things we need to fix. Sean walks away from the staff and he's like, man, that was a great staff meeting. I'm like, I thought it was devastating. <laughs> I hated it. That was awful. Everybody was like, well, we should fix this and this is wrong. Right. I like the staff meetings where we all go around the table and say how everything's going awesome and everything that's right and perfect. Yeah. And we laugh and we cry and it's all that's. And I walk away and I go, that was an awesome staff meeting. And I think Sean's thinking, but do we really like right. find out what's the problem? Yeah. <laughs> and so I have to be sure to realize there have to be staff meetings. Sean has to, that kind of personality has to know that we've really looked deep enough to fix yeah. some things because I tend to just be like, let's look at the positive. And I think that's what we're all talking about today. We can be that way. Right. Cause it makes it hard. Like I'm just even thinking in the business that we run, there is, it's like, it's the woes me and it's a lot of negativity, mm. but sometimes you have to let them like your employees and some people, I mean, you still spin it positive, but is it okay to let them? get that out. Do you know what I mean? Like where sometimes I don't feel like that's a good thing to do. Mm -hmm. Like when you're talking about the complaining kind yeah, of, yeah. is there a difference between complaining 
or just like that's their process? Right. Well, that's a good question and, and great way to process it. I think because you're a safe space, encourage them to come and you probably don't want to encourage them, but you don't <laughs> shut them down because you're like, I'll help you process this in a way that you're processing it. And then you can, at the end, not just spin it on them like, oh, but right. it'll be okay. But like help them process it to see the good side or how thinking this deep helps this. So thank you. And yeah, uh, but I think discouraging people from letting that be what they say to everybody. Mm -hmm. Like, like mm -hmm. for instance, I'm glad you came to me. Let's talk about this because I right. want to see how we can find a solution because I love when we talk about things and we find a solution or a next step. Mm -hmm. And I appreciate you coming to me and not going to everybody on staff because they may take this as gossip. Right. I think that's telling them don't gossip by not saying that, but by saying, I appreciate you came to me. Well, and I like how you put the spin on it. Like, I appreciate you came to me opposed mm -hmm. to the uh, immediate, I don't want you gossiping. Right. Because right. there's a difference with yeah. those words. Yeah, for sure. So, and I think sometimes being an extrovert, you can... You're so excited to talk that your words could come across maybe the wrong way. Yeah. So that I think does that hurt? Hurt yeah. you a little you bit? Go, oh, I don't gossip. Yeah. I don't want to talk yeah. about this. Yeah. And you're like, I said it with a smile, so yeah. we're good. Right. And they're like deeply hurt. One time I told a. There's temperaments too. There's uh, choleric, sanguine, melancholy, and phlegmatic. And you can imagine melancholy is that yeah. deep thinker. An extreme melancholy would be someone who might struggle with depression because they they just keep processing until they dig themselves in a hole because they just they just go so deep. But most melancholies are romantics and, and wonderful good friends. Mm -hmm. But one time when I was teaching our interns these four temperaments, I looked at a boy who I think is awesome. He works at Hillsong in Australia to this day. He's incredible. He's a servant, he's awesome. But he was definitely a deep thinker. And I looked at him right after we did the test and I said, you are dripping with melancholy. Do you know that 10 years later, he brought up how deeply I heard him. And I just thought, oh my gosh, we found, we his, found him. We found his temperament. Sure. And I was excited to find it and yeah. I totally like, ran him into the ground. And he's like, what was she saying? It's like somebody who's dripping with melancholy, if they're truly yeah. melancholy, that's the worst thing you could say. And someone right. who's choleric or sanguine, so sanguine, that's what an extrovert might fall into. Okay. Someone who's sanguine might talk over everybody in the room. Yeah. And just like, ah. And if someone said to me, you are such a blabber mouth. Mm -hmm. If they said that to you, yeah. would that make you feel bad because you kind of feel like you can be? Yeah. Absolutely. So that's, that, would, that yep. would be devastating. And that's I what I did to that. him. Yep. yep. Okay. Yep. I didn't even yep. think about it that way. Um, I like how this conversation has gone a little <laughs> bit from self-awareness to being aware of others yeah. around you, yeah. who you live with, who you work with. So I'm, I'm loving this conversation. We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to continue the conversation on personality traits and how to manage them. Welcome back. We've been talking with Sunny and Patty about personality traits, the extroverted, introverted, but really we've been talking about so much more than that. Mm -hmm. Self-awareness, how to be aware of the personalities around you. And so our listeners and our viewers are hearing the same conversation that you've been in, Patty. So what is something that they can take away or what is something you're taking away that you can use in your business from this conversation? Well, that's a great question. I honestly, I'm going to love doing this personality test with them. One of them. Mm -hmm. Um, you've mentioned a couple today, right? But I think the extrovert introvert would be really important to find out. Um, I do believe we have like the certain roles at the at in our business that you just know certain introverts fall more into, yeah. and extroverts do. Um, so I think we have a good gauge on those. But I the the interaction, 
between the two I think is huge and that's my biggest takeaway is how I can approach the introverts versus the extrovert and then together you know so just getting um, those different questions and approaches knowing that introverts handle that process a little bit different mm -hmm. I want to apply that into um, daily work I think they'd love that and appreciate it yeah that's awesome um, Sunny, you are an extrovert. Yeah, <laughs> I think we've established that. Um, as an extrovert, personally, what are the things that you love about being an extrovert that has helped you maybe in your business or you know, in your family or you know, as a, an author and a speaker? What are your favorite things? Because I think a lot of times we dwell on maybe some of the, the negatives of our right. personality trait. Mm -hmm. We tend to focus on those like, oh, I need to be better at this, but we should really embrace our personalities and what makes us strong in those. So what are your strong suits being an extrovert and how do you use those to your advantage? I saw Sean post on a on a recent marriage life thing, mm -hmm. like a, a post, like what what is one word that describes your marriage? And he typed, and I just came across this, I didn't know he did it, and he put refreshing. And I thought that like, that mm. touched my heart so much yeah. that he would say refreshing because I honestly don't think that I've ever thought of that as a marriage mm. word. But I think that that comes from the fact that he knows when he walks in the door at night, I'm probably gonna be goofy, probably gonna try to warm the whole mm -hmm. temperature of the room and, and be a goofball. Yeah. And I think that that is something that brings refreshment to him. So I think I love most that as I've gotten older and more comfortable in my skin, that I am bringing refreshment to my husband and my kids because I really wanna be famous in my own home and then the, that yeah. will naturally, just the good part of me will just come out if at home I've done it right. And so I love that if I'm the goofball at my own expense, I mean, I'll break out and dance to make my kids <laughs> laugh, I which, I will, I'll sing off key, which mm -hmm. I can't sing, but I'll sing really bad because frankly, I don't have this fear of like, oh, they're gonna think I'm weird. Like, I'm like, just think I'm weird. Like, that's a good part of my extroverted personality. And it will just uh, bring a smile on their face even for a second. So I like that about me. I love that word. Refreshing. refreshing. I like that word a yeah. lot. I love it. Well, you ladies are refreshing. Um, I love that this whole conversation was smiles and, yes. and laughing. And we really want you as listeners and viewers to be able to take away the things that you love about yourself, who you are. And if you need to know more about that, we're going to have links in the comments about different personality tests and things that you can use so you can kind of discover who you are, what your personality trait is, and use those maybe for your family or for your employees. Thanks for listening to this episode of Cheery Conversations. You can be a part of the conversation. Leave us a one-minute voicemail at the link found in the show notes and send us your thoughts. You might hear your voice on a future episode. You can also connect with Sunny and her guests by going to SunnyHennessy.com. If this episode helped you in any way, please let us know and then share it with your friends, family, neighbors, and whoever. Word of mouth is the best way for people to find out about this podcast. It would also be really helpful if you leave a rating or a review wherever you're listening. See you next week. Hi friends, it's Sunny. You probably just heard me chatting in your earbuds, but did you know you can listen to cheery conversations on your smart speakers? 
It's easy. Just say, hey, Alexa, play Cheery Conversations, and Alexa will play the latest episode. You can even have Alexa incorporate Cheery Conversations into your Wednesday morning routine. So when you tell Alexa good morning, she'll automatically play Cheery Conversations. How cool is that? Check out the link in the show notes for a step-by-step guide. Thanks so much for listening. Can't wait to keep the conversation going. We'll see you next week.